Really Riley. Really Riley. Really Riley. Really Riley. Really Riley. Really Riley. Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Well, hello, beloveds. Happy, what is today? Today is Thursday. Hi, I'm Riley, the host of the Really Riley Podcast, and I've been a hot mess with tracking the days of the week this week. I think it's probably just because my mom is coming in town today. She'll be here, but probably by the time you hear this, and my little Malin, it's third birthday is this weekend, and there's just been so much stuff going on, but all good things, so I will freaking take it. But I literally have thought it's been like a day ahead of whatever day it is. So that's why I had to have that pause there for a second. Um, but hey, how you doing? Hopefully you guys are enjoying this whole five day a week thing because I totally am. I love connecting with you guys more. I love your feedback. So keep it coming. Um, one of you guys said today that you were super, super excited to hear me talk about the topic for today, the let them be theory. Now, I'm not taking credit for this, obviously, because somebody way bigger than me in the podcast world started it. Um, but it literally is so poignant in my life because I am such an impatient person. And I've told you this about like manifestation, like you can't ask for things over and over and over and over and over again and expect to get what you want. The whole toddler effect. I've talked about it tons of times. Um, but this is a little different. This is kind of like the idea of trying to force things or force yourself with people or situations or make them like bend to your will or bend to what you want in a way. So basically, again, to credit the credit the actual person that created this, I'm just, you know, a humble person loving it. Author and motivational speaker Mel Robbins was the first one to put this out there, went viral on TikTok, like 1.7 million views in like five minutes. But the theory goes, instead of getting upset at other people's actions or trying to control their behavior, just let them do what they're going to do and don't take it personally. So for instance, like your friends are hanging out with you or they like they're, you know, they, they didn't invite you to a party or they're, you know, leaving you out, let them. She says, your significant other can't commit and wants to break up, let them. Oof, that was hard for me. Your company's having layoffs <laughs> or fires you, let them. So the goal of the theory is not to change the negative outcome, but talk like you know because that's beyond your control but to let go of expectations anxiety resentment because all that could chill on your mental health 100 percent. she said you spend so much time and energy trying to control other people and getting emotionally worked up about things that are beyond your control you can tap into peace and true control if you let them be themselves she also added if you quote let them People will then reveal who they truly are. When they reveal who they truly are to you, you know what you can choose next that's right for you. Oh, experts say there's a lot to this mindset, but there's a lot of other important things to keep in mind. And I didn't even think about this and, and the flip side of all of it. So they said it's okay to let them while also feeling your feelings. I like this. So they said... You know, it's great for letting control and reclaiming your power, but it's not going to totally erase the hurt that somebody caused you, which as you guys know, I've been talking about this on the podcast for a while, like honoring my hurt and honoring my pain. And I have tapped into the whole like, let them thing because the minute that I did podcast is turning on Apple. No, I'm kidding. I mean, the minute that I did, I did feel a certain amount of like freedom. Like, okay, I'm still going to honor my pain. I'm still going to talk about the things that I can. 
and know that it happened and not keep it with me because that's not it, but just be like, okay, I can't change that. Because for the last six to seven months that I was still in terrestrial radio, I was driving myself crazy. Like, when's my contract going to come? Oh my God, I'm going to lose my job. Every single day I was crying. I was losing my hair. I mean, my mental health went to shit and it affects everything. You know, your family, your, your relationships, your, you know, I still did my job really well because I was desperately trying to keep it, but it it's, it's okay to let something go and still honor the fact that it sucks in a sense. Just, you know, it's basically, it's okay to honor your grief. Just be gentle with yourself about it. So you can also let them, they say, and still have boundaries. So there's sometimes situations where just letting them isn't okay. Like, you know, if somebody's abusing you or disrespecting you, then it's important to like step back and remember to like set that boundary. You know, there'd been times with my family who, you know, a lot of them have been toxic in my life throughout the years. And I would also just let them, I wouldn't, you know, cause I went through phases where I would like argue with them and try to change them and get them to see my view. Of course that never worked. And then I would just let them and be like, okay, I'm just going to ignore it. And then it would just still happen. But then it wasn't until I started setting true boundaries, like, okay, you know, just because you're family or just because you're blood doesn't mean you get to just do whatever the fuck you want. And this goes for friends too. And again, I was still honoring the fact that it sucked, but that I wasn't going to just eat that. I wasn't going to just take it. You know, it's just, it gets to a point where if somebody's disrespecting you or whatever. That's not just a, oh, okay, I'm going to let it go type thing. You really have to be careful about your emotions. Cause I think a lot of people don't give way to the fact of how much your psyche affects your body. You know, my body this year and the last year and a half has gone through the ringer and I'm just now starting to get the cortisol down. I'm just now starting to heal from all of that. But again, the minute I had that mindset of, okay, I'm not going to be angry per se about it anymore. I'm not going to spend my time, you know, growling about the fact that they had these things in terms of the job and the money and all that. And they got to say whatever they wanted. And I got to, you know, just not have you know, my, my side of the story heard, I mean, some, some of it has been heard now, but like, I, I was just like, I'm just gonna put it down. I have to just let it go. I'm gonna just call myself Elsa because the only one that it was hurting me at the time to be so angry was me because obviously the type of people that had hurt me, Hey, they showed me who they are. Do you then boo? But they also say this let them theory can come in to manifestation. It's the law of detachment. So they said, allowing the natural flow of life to happen, free from the chains of expectations or control. The beauty of this is it helps way, pave the way for the manifestation of your desires, unlike unlocked by the pressure of needing control outcomes. What website is this? This is imindspirit.com. So this is what I always talk about with the toddler effect. I know I already talked about it, but I'm gonna say it again. Like I always say that manifestation is not just set it and forget it. It's put the intention out there, believe that it's already yours and then receive it and be grateful. But you can't sit there and just 
think it's going to happen. You don't have to, you have to have practices, you know, writing in your journal, being grateful, thinking positively, you know, actively going towards your dreams and watching those doors open. That works with love, with, with all things, money, everything. But it's just sort of like, you can't be asking the universe every five minutes. And this is where the toddler theory comes in. It's like my little, you know, any two of my, any one of my two boys, it's always like, mom, 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 mom. If you're a mom, you get it. Or if you've been around small children or even somebody that's just annoying and you're like, what? Can I have this yet? And you don't want to give it to him at that point. You just like, no, you can't like ask over and over and over again. But for me, it's the minute that I let it go and I let whatever it was in life just be. I'm just going to put it down. Literally, I was like stressing just a couple weeks ago that I'm just like, oh my God, like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Like, I don't know if the podcast is going to flourish. Unemployment ran out. There was no extensions. I was flipping my shit and I was really just putting myself back into a tizzy. And I'm like, you know what? I'm literally just going to put it down. The last phone call I made trying to get a different person on the phone to try to get an extension for unemployment. I was like, forget it. I'm just going to put it down. And literally that week, I got like a really big candle order and I was like, oh my God, it's going to be okay. And now I know that like putting it down with worrying whether or not the podcast was going to get downloads and not staring at the download. I literally used to refresh that toggle every like five minutes of the day. And I'm like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to strangle my future. Somebody once said to me that like when I knew that things were going south with radio and it was probably time for me to go but I never would have left and things got so bad that the universe was like no I'm not gonna sit here and watch you this life that I've helped you create tear it all apart for this one thing you have so much more potential I mean it's all about like self-worth too with that let them theory it's just you're worth so much more than you ever realize. And I say this to myself too all the time, still to this day. You know, when I talk in my manifestation seminars, it's not like, okay, yeah, I've manifested this and I've mastered it. It's not that. It's an ever-evolving, changing thing because you have new dreams, you have new goals, new avenues of, avenues of ways you want to get them. And then also you have like challenges that could get in the way of those goals. So it's always changing and I'm never perfect in it, like ever. But I think for the best, no matter what has happened to me in this last year and a half, I still have always had hope. That hope has gotten me into trouble with some things sometimes with this let them theory that I have hoped for too much in certain people that wear cowboy hats and, you know, exes and all kinds of different things. And I was always hoping that they would show me differently than what they were proving to me. Like, you know, you teach people how to treat you when people show you who they are, believe them. These people, places and things in my life, I was waiting for them to show me different and I wasn't letting them be. It's so true that when you just let somebody sit in whatever they are, they will come around 100% and show you their true colors. For me, it was like an interview tactic that I learned a long time ago that it was, I used to always want to be like on top of a question and everything like that. And of course with me and my ADHD, that's always fun. But you sit back, especially with a celebrity, because they're expecting you to like be all over them and whatever. You just sit back and you like nod and let them tell you what they're going to tell you and then answer questions about what they told you. And most of the time they will end up telling you more than you even asked for because they want to. That works with people too. Like if you're trying to figure somebody out, this was my favorite thing to do with people 
like in jobs and relationships and everything is that when I'm trying to get to know someone and I'm trepidatious about them, I'll watch how they move with people they don't like when they're trying to act right. Like when there's other people watching, like if you're in a business set, you know, setting or something and you have this person you're trying to read, you watch how they move with people they don't like when they're in the room and then watch how they move when they walk out. Damn. You can learn so much about people's facial expressions, about how they lie, about things that they say to certain people, if their voice changes. Like, I know it sounds a little psycho, and this is probably like a trauma practice of mine that I'm always trying to figure people out because although I hope easily, I don't trust easily. Like, I might hope you might be a certain way, but I'm always looking for the other shoe to drop. But the minute I quit doing that, all things come to light. I always talk about this. I had an intern that said, what's done in the dark will always come to light. And it will. It's like, you can apply this let them theory to so many things. Like I've said this story at nauseum, but I used to apply this let them theory to like outfits. I used to always freak out over planning my jingle ball outfit. Oh my God, we're going to be in front of 20,000 people. These pictures are going to be everywhere. Da, da, da. And I would always have this one certain look in my head that it had to be that. And I would order like 8,000 different things. And it never ended up that that was the thing I wore. It was always something that I threw together at the last minute, some random pair of shoes that I got on sale for $5, some patch that I put on the back of a jacket. Like I still have the same outfit I was going to wear to Jingle Ball 2022. I should wear it somewhere. I don't know where, but I'll figure it out. Maybe when the podcast goes number one, I'll just walk up and down the street with it. (laughs) That'll get some looks, but I won't care. You see me manifesting that? Um, But yeah, every time I would do that with an outfit, like I think I kind of even did that with my wedding dress a little bit that I was just trying to strangle it and I was stressing out literally the day before my wedding I was crying to my mom I made her come from the hotel and like oh my god I don't like it and then by the time my hair makeup veil shoes everybody was around like it was beautiful would I do it again no (laughs) but I just really think it seems so silly to tell someone just let go but the easiest things in theory are always the most monumental in your life I always say this choose happy God. yeah the first time my old producer told me that I wanted to smack him but it is it's a choice it's these little active things that you would think would be so easy but they're not but they're easier than you think letting go you just let go but no we want to strangle it we want to analyze it we want to mold it and push it into what we want like I'll watch my son Malin who is the most like hard-headed little baby that it's just like he wants to put that square peg in that round hole literally and will take that hammer to it slicing off the side of the toys breaking it to make it what he wants and he's three so he's got an excuse but we as human beings that are adults what are we doing if it's not for you if it's not making you happy if it's not bringing you joy or sparking joy whatever Marie Kondo said like put it down let it be the most monumental moments in my life have happened that way especially like this week with all the big news with the podcasts and you know I'm finally starting to get traction where like I'm turning this podcast into an actual business I I, like I am I am almost at a loss for words you know I want to say some of it is luck, but I want to also say that a lot of it is skill. 
I have to give myself that pat on the back. The skill of never giving up, the skill of grit, the skill of knowing when to walk away. And although I didn't know that at the end of my radio days, I knew that at the decision of not going back. Somebody asked the other day on the Ask Riley, would I ever go back to radio? I'm like, I never say never. If the opportunity was right and it fit, I would open that door again, but not unless it was one that was open wide for me. Not one that I was chasing or begging or pillaging for. Like, I'm not about that life right now. I am still about hard work. I'm still about going out and reaching and getting and taking what's mine. But I'm being selective with those things because right now it's my family, it's my friends, it's my we got this army that I'm focusing at. So yeah, I really like this theory a lot. It puts into perspective like just how easy it could be to just be happy. So this one article that I was telling you about the I mind spirit one, it talks about a step-by-step guide to harnessing the let them theory. So number one on this guide is awareness. So take the first step of becoming fully conscious of any urge to control people or situations. It's like that little itch you want to scratch, recognize it. Don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah. That's like be, be chill about it. Like you can't conquer Rome in a day acceptance shift your perspective realize that everyone including you is on their unique journey and life isn't a race to control outcomes it's a stream that flows at his own pace damn i need to put that on a t-shirt or a candle or something it says start seeing the beauty in allowing things to be as they are understanding that each moment is perfect in its own way <sighs> mic drop and then there's detachment this is hard for me uh it's taking time to practice letting go this might feel feel uncomfortable at first especially if you're used to holding on the reins tight that's me remember the magic happens outside of your comfort zone i have a candle that says that no risk no magic yeah so by releasing your need to control you open up a world of possibilities and make space for things to unfold naturally and embrace the excitement of uncertainty oh my god i need to save this page I don't want to like copyright infringement, but I like all of these are like so good to put on a candle or a t-shirt. Um, not, oh God, embrace the excitement of uncertainty, seeing it not as a threat, but an opportunity for growth. Wow. Observation. If you start to incorporate these steps, make a mental or physical note of how your life starts to shift. Do you feel lighter, less stress, more at peace? You might also notice you're starting to manifest your desires more easily. That's because you're no longer blocking the flow of the universe with your need to control. Whew. Did y'all write this like trying to say something to me? Damn. And the fifth one is reinforcement. Lastly, keep the momentum going. It's like building a muscle. Oh yeah, you really did write this for me. I always talk about manifestation and like reference it to the gym. The more you practice these steps, the longer you let them theory becomes muscle. Uh, wow. Damn. Each day brings new challenges and opportunities to apply the theory and remember to be patient with yourself, celebrate your victories and learn from the mo moments you slip up. It's all part of the journey. Damn. They literally wrote that just for me. They're like, you know what? Riley Couture needs to hear this today. <sighs> it's been a great week so far. And I really appreciate you guys. I always say that it might sound kind of like cheesy now, but seriously, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being you for listening and for picking me up out of so many puddles. Like I just, I don't know. I'm a ball of gratefulness this week and I'm excited because February 18th, I have my pop-up. It's confirmed. I'm not going to tell you guys 
all just yet because we got this army. I promised y'all I would tell you this first. Um, so if you haven't signed up um, and subscribed, it's a subscription, seven bucks a month. You're going to get a welcome goodie. You get five bucks off of the website. You get exclusive info and video from me, like, you know, info into pop-ups and when I'm doing my manifestation seminars, so you guys can get on those things first. Um, but yeah, you can check that out at reallyrallypodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, concerns. Um, sorry, I just gave you my email, reallyrallypodcast.com. And the email is reallyrallypodcast at gmail.com. And you can hit me up on the socials at Riley Couture, at House of W by Riley, and at Really Riley Podcast. I love you guys longest, and I will talk to you tomorrow. I have got tomorrow uh, my fave five really last minute gifts for her, ones that I would actually want. So I will chat with you guys tomorrow. I hope you have a great day, and thanks for listening. It's really Riley.